The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in, pro wrestling fans. Welcome in, Busted Open Nation, here on a weekend edition, podcast edition of Busted Open. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. Got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, along as my tag team partner today. And as we assemble the Buffet Club here on a weekend, we look back to Friday night and the continuing animosity energy feelings whatever you want to call it between Sami Zayn, jimmy uso and the bloodline another chapter in that story last night that we break down we also talked about impact no surrender last night right here in las vegas i was in attendance and i got to see firsthand the blow up between tommy dreamer bully ray and the uh, unfortunate bludgeoning of Dave LaGreca. We'll dive into that and tell you about what we saw last night on the Impact pay-per-view. No surrender. And it wouldn't be a weekend show of Busted Open if we didn't give you weekly winner for the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. And friends, this weekend was wide open. So sit back, relax, and click play. Let's get it going. Busted Open on Saturday. You talked about all the stuff that's dealing with the bloodline. And when you left one thing out and, and that was next week, Roman is going to be on SmackDown. Yeah. And what is he going to feel? How, where is his, uh, his energy going to be toward uh, those guys being in the ring? And there was no violence that came to Sammy. And, if anything, um, what is he going to say about Jay and the crowd not coming in and 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 putting Sammy in check? So Paul Heyman did not come out to the ring, and you know he's still, I think, you know, I, I don't think he had the, the neck brace on, but we know what's going on, um, right. But the energy between J- Jimmy and Sammy last night and Sammy telling him, family don't make you prove yourself no. every day. Like, that, that's something, man, they was, they was, it was like church. You could hear people in the crowd going, hey, man, thank you, brother. <laughs> yes. Because it was real. Yeah. I forgot I was watching TV. I forgot that I was watching pro wrestling. 
I was in I was in 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 the in the in the world that I was in their world. Yeah. They put me in such suspended belief that I reached for my phone because I wanted to calm the situation. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Well, I mean, that's also this story, right? That's the the visceral response that this story and the bloodline story and the, the Usos and and Sammy and everyone, Paul, Roman, everyone respectively bringing that emotion to it. And yeah, you're you're not wrong. Like, you know, Sammy didn't walk away unscathed. Like he did catch a little bit of a fade last night, but I think the point or the feelings that, not that came a beat across down, the, though. Well, right. And also, I think the feelings behind it were like there was hesitation. It's like the Usos, right, touch them and put hands on them, but they don't really want to. It's almost like they're doing it out of fear because they have to, right? That shadow right. of Roman Reigns looms, looms large. And, and that's something they talked about last night. That's something that, and a, <laughs> credit to Paul Heyman, right? That's something that Paul Heyman accentuated last night as well, showing uh, Jay the screenshot of the text message and saying Roman's going to be here next week, right? That that always looming presence. You got the feeling that the Usos were just kind of maybe not specifically following orders, but doing what their head of the table, what their tribal chief would expect them to do because they don't want to catch a beat down themselves. I like the tease last night, though. Yeah, I like I like the tease of of Sammy and 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 Jay looking at each other like. What what's gonna happen? What are we gonna do? Yeah, what you, you wanna do? Attack me, or you gonna join me? Yeah, like bro, I I mean, but that but that subtle confusion that comes through, right? And and that, that unsuredness, like that that hesitancy, right? That comes through on the television. That yeah. that's that good shit. Well, not only is it good, but um, it's it elevates. Mm -hmm. And it stretches the it stretches it out. It, it it's like um, you know you were a Batman fan when you were a kid, right? Still am, absolutely. And they would they would have I mean shit going down, and you leaned in, you watching, and then all of a sudden they go, "Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Tune in next Same week to find out what happened. Time. <laughs> Same bad channel, right? Every right. week." Yeah. They cliffhanger me. And I'm leaning in trying to go, okay, oh, sh we're going off the air? Like, it, it is, it's important uh, to keep doing that. And that, that that's, that's, that's one of the things that I, I like about this, this angle is yeah. every week it leads to the next thing. And it, they come back and they, they tell you what happened last week. And it's like you never left. It's like you sit down in the chair and you get the continuation of what happened a week before. Well said, well said. And that's why we are here. You talk about the continuation of the week coming up in hour three. Myself and Mark Henry are going to give you the best show that was in the week of professional racing, wrestling, easy for me to say, when we give you our weekly winner. And then do not turn that dial, Busted Open Nation. I know a lot of folks want to chime in on what they saw last night on Impact at No Surrender in Las Vegas. You can line up those questions in hour two and your comments because we will be talking about what we saw between Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray, and Tommy Dreamer last night on that pay-per-view. And uh, we'll talk as well about the nerd bar and the party a little bit and getting to see everybody and hang out and what you can expect on April 1st 
more importantly, Mark Henry, when Busted Open descends on Southern California, more specifically Los Angeles, more specifically the whiskey a go-go for our busted open party on April 1st, bro. That is good. Like if last night was any indication, you know what I'm saying? And like the energy and the excitement coming off of impact and it was awesome. There was a great turnout, right? There truly was, but imagine what April 1st in Los Angeles is going to be like. Yeah. They got to get your tickets. You got to get your tickets in advance because if you try to go into that party late, you're not going to get a ticket. I mean, we're not going to have the space for, uh, fourteen hundred people like we did in Dallas. Yo, so we're like, gonna. I'm gonna be. That's my first WrestleMania. That is the morning of my first WrestleMania. Like we are going to be hyped up. Now, and you're. I mean, everyone's gonna be hyped up because of the bloodline and the story that everything's going into WrestleMania. But I am, man. I am so excited for that weekend to get out to Los Angeles and you know eat some food too. I got uh, your 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 buddy, your uh, your your pal from over the that does the wrestling for sale, the old vintage T-shirts that we went out to. Uh, we had that meal with. He put out. Oh, a yeah. homie. Homie put out a list of like 50 different restaurants that we need to check out in Los Angeles. And I told him, I commented on the post. I was like, I'm listening to everything you're saying. <laughs> like I took screenshots of that. I am going to meal through Southern California in about a month. I am so excited. Oh yeah, man. Go ahead and die now. Bring your stretchy <laughs> jeans, whatever it is you need to do. Sweatpants, bro. You, it's the sweatpants weekend. Down. It's going <laughs> it's down. Going- As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Like, I'm watching that, and I'm seeing Tommy, like, actually, I mean, for a minute, believe what Bully is saying, and, and it felt like the crowd was believing what Bully was saying, and Mark, all I could sit there was on the sideline is like, you know who this man is. You guys have known him for decades. I've known him for a few years. Bully Ray is going to do Bully Ray things, and he did Bully Ray things again last night. For those that didn't see it and only heard it there in the uh in the clip mark uh tommy dreamer getting hot coffee thrown in his face and bro i saw him later uh at the nerd bar when we had the busted open party tommy and and bully were kept pretty much separate throughout that entire thing and emotions were running pretty high but uh on the second attack first you know tommy got hot coffee thrown in his face and then he got like an entire coffee mug uh, brewer, whatever you want to call it, busted upside his head. He had a big old shiner at the party afterwards. And like, I mean, it was a, it was a straight beat down from a guy who's been giving out straight beat downs for decades, Mark. Yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I'm glad I wasn't there. I'm just, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's gotten, it's gone too far. Uh, I, I've made that yeah. uh, abundantly clear that um, I don't want to have to comment. I mean, I'm talking to you about it because, you know, it's so fresh and yeah, is, is what is what we do on this sure. show. But uh, I'm I'm very sure I'm staying out of it because um, if I'm involved in it, then it's not going to be good. And um, it's, like you've been taking the my name is Paul and this is between y'all approach. Yeah, I am. I mean, I, I like busted open. I love, I, I love busted open, and I, I'm enjoying my my time. This is ruining it for me. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I think uh, Lagreca. You know, he was there last night trying to mediate that and trying to make sense of it. And even afterwards at the nerd bar, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he talked about it. Uh, that clip that was released a couple weeks ago in the masters class when things kind of devolved, and we t- we referenced it earlier in hour one where you were kind of you know, perturbed, I guess would be the word, but also, you know, this is, so is LaGreca. I mean, he talked about it, you know, this is, 
a, a special thing that he's built and the drama between Bully and, 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 and Tommy, which has been happening for, you know, as long as they probably had the relationship, Mark, you know what I mean? It's now it's infiltrating another sector of the business of life. And more specifically, when you talk about LaGreca, as I was watching that, like, I couldn't help but feel bad for him. Now he did take someone called it the 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 barstool poke of doom. Or I think someone said that about it last night. Uh Dave got a little in jolt the heart. in the ch- Yeah, he got a jolt in the heart, is what it kind of looked like. Um, and I don't mean to laugh, but like I mean, Dave said it last night at the party. He doesn't have an athletic bone in his body, and every time he gets inside a ring, I, I mean, I worry for him because any misstep, right? Any wrong move, and, and especially when you're getting in between Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer, like, dude, you gonna get fucked up potentially. You know what, man? I I, I subscribe to the theory of, hey, they they cut out for this. That this is what they've done there <laughs> yeah, for yeah. their living. Let me get the hell out y'all way. How about that, Dave? Fuck out the way. <laughs> he tried. I mean, he kind of tried. He did. He knew it was serious, but there was also like legit. You could see the uncomfortability and like the emotion behind it. And and uh, yeah, again, it's something that's been brewing, and we'll see where it goes. I mean, here's the one thing, Mark. I think you can agree. I think we go. I I don't know. Like I don't I don't know where the animosity is. It was certainly. Um, it was certainly prevalent last night at the nerd bar after the event. Right. I don't know if this is over, but, but Mark, I, I so hope it is, but I, I mean, Tommy got hot coffee thrown in his face. I don't see how he just lets that go, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. I'm sure we'll find out more when Dave returns early next week. And, and obviously when impact returns to the airwaves on Thursday night, Mark. My, my thing is why would you do it? If you see that it's going to ride, and it's a judgment call for Dave. Well, you got you got to save. You got to try to save this thing you built, right? Well, he don't have to do that. That's not his job. Is not to break up a fight. No. Like if you have a problem, then you know suspend the guys. I mean, that's fair. Tommy knew what he was getting into. Yeah, but like that, what what was happening between Tommy and Bully? Dave should have exited. And for Bully to put his hands on Dave, I don't see how he won't get some kind of suspension or fine yeah. or yeah. at least a, a, a good talking to by big boss Eddie Brasilla. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easy to understand why. But, uh, yeah, emotions running high last night at Impact, running high at the Nerd Bar afterwards. We had a great time, but, again, there is the obvious sort of a prickly reality of what we're dealing with here on busted open. So uh, I'll tell you what, as I head out to Samstown tonight and tomorrow for more impact, uh, I can tell you this. I'm glad that at least that moment in that build and everything that happened on Friday night at no surrender is over because I was talking about it yesterday with Gabby on the show. Uh, you know, Mark, just, just like nerves, just like we, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know, uh, how visceral the dislike or the hate, whatever the word you want to use is. And uh, yeah, it was just an uncomfortable situation for everybody. Bro, it's uncomfortable now on a Saturday. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's uncomfortable as hell uh, to, to see them in a spot where Dave is on the ground. Like right. what, in what blue blazes of a world we live in, does the guy that's the host, uh, the lead host 
of the show on yeah. Sirius XM, get pushed to the ground by a chair, and lands on his shoulder, and it could have been bad. What if he'd have broke his shoulder? Last night at No Surrender at Impact, Mickey James, our very own Mickey James, retaining her Impact Knockouts World Championship against uh, a true up and comer, a true star in the making. And, and I hate to like even really preface it like that star in the making because I think she's a star right now. Masha Slamovich, the matches that she is putting on across the professional wrestling world leading up to her, you know, more permanent stint in Impact. Uh, I, I thought I thought she really shined last night, and uh, I think it bears. You know, we'll t- talk plenty about Mickey, and we'll take calls, and we'll talk about no surrender. But 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 the the story that Masha Slamovich, uh, you know, helped add to last night, and the emotion, and the 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 grit. She's a gritty woman, man. Like the way she works and the way she you know beats people down. Special special talent, and that was a special match last night. I I personally being in attendance and and damn the busted open connections are knowing Mickey. Anything outside of that, I'm a fan. That's you know Mickey James Trish Stratus. That's 20 years ago. That's watching a woman. That's watching a legend invest everything in this run and going out there. And Mark, and this is not anything new for Mickey James. The last few years, putting on some of the best matches of her career. She is. I'm telling you, man. Like, um, it. Mickey is in that class for us as Jericho is for Canada. Yeah. Jericho, <laughs> Edge, like they they they're doing their best work at their at the current age right now. I feel like in America, uh, Goldust, Dustin Runnels, Dustin Rose, whatever you want to call him, yeah, he and Mickey James are doing some of their best work at the at. This you you look at it as being the end of their careers because they both are doing like the well, this is my last year. And Mickey James is oh when I get beat, I'm done. Like I hope not, because they're both there's some wrestlers that are, you know, pushing fifty and over fifty. Yeah. That they're doing better than everybody else in the world. And and they're gonna be missed when they leave. Absolutely. But absolutely. Enjoy them while they're well, here, guys. And and it's also a great indicator on to, you know, you working certain styles and taking care of yourself. And yeah, there's luck in it. Like I think you do have to be lucky on some level to avoid major injuries and like catastrophic things happening to you. But you talk about Mickey, you talk about Dustin and 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 everybody that's having these resurgence, you know, Edge, who was, you know, away from the business for so long. We never thought he would you know, return. It's easy to think of like, you know, Dustin, obviously, you know, showing up on AEW this weekend or this week and, and, and still having a presence. You you could have thought back. I, I don't know Dustin, but I could see him like 10 years ago thinking that, you know, what's the future got in store for me? You know, he's toiling in, you know, WWE. Does this feel like the end? I, 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 I wonder if they ever knew, like, as we talk about that generation of wrestlers, that's still doing it right now and not just doing it, but doing it really well across the board if they could have foreseen, uh, you know, the next 10 years and, and and the way this business was and how kind this business has been back to them, because I feel like the business has also been very accepting of them as, as characters and storytellers and really uh, acknowledged, I guess, how special it is to be able to watch that. I think of the Blood Brothers match between Cody and 
and Dustin at that original double or nothing. You know what I mean? The crowd was truly behind that. The crowd truly knew what they were watching. And I think that it's a testament to sort of the, the education and the, the understanding of today's wrestling fan. Like Mickey James was working with Masha Slamovich last night. You know what I'm saying? Like Masha's not yeah. going anywhere. That's only going to yeah. help Masha and the entire roster. And, the, and all of the people that are on the companies mm-hmm. and that run the companies, now they can see, okay, there is life after these big companies with these people. If I do the right thing by them and not just try to use them for a rating spike, that I could possibly um, produce the, the, the next biggest thing in wrestling and and I I feel like that's going to be something that um, the smaller companies yeah. can benefit from. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. It is another weekly winner here as we close down February and we look ahead into the final push to uh, to obviously WrestleMania and, and everything that's going to be coming from that. And I feel like all companies kind of surge around that same time. And certainly the shows are going to be orbiting around WrestleMania anyway. Great, great time of year. That said, WWE programming this week, Mark, and we've I've, over the last few months, We've went back on Monday Night Raw a few times. We've went back on Friday Night SmackDown a few times. Monday Night Raw for me really didn't hit that well this week. I will say this. I will say this as we start on a Monday, which we always do, right? I loved the promo between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to kick off the show. The rest of the show outside of like maybe Rollins and Miz and I really like Theory and Edge. It was just... The start was strong. The end was pretty good. The middle really, really brought out those three hours. And it was kind of a tedious watch for me on Monday this week. It, it, it was hard, man. Um, but, like, I had enough Yeah. that that in the beginning and, uh, and, and you know, you go sprinkle out through the mat, through the show. Yeah, yeah. That you got, you got enough to, to carry you, but... It, it wasn't nothing that just jumped off the page and said, "Oh man, this is this is this is what we came here for." And, yeah, you know, like I I feel like if you're gonna give um, the week to a show, they gotta have at least two moments minimum. Yeah, some kind of surprise, some kind of title change. Like it's it's got to be something that, that a, a uh, crazy return or like a, a just a, a five star banger match, yeah, like something that jumps off the page, right? Yeah, I I, I love seeing uh, our boy, you know, Bronson Reed get the splash in, like big boy, you know, like big boy, like I I love that, but it just wasn't enough in the show's totality for me to say, oh wow, this is this is the one on Tuesday. Drag it off, kick it off the show. Uh, listen, yes, sir. the story, the stories of JC Jane continue. You know, Alba Fire. Like, there's a lot going on. Obviously, you have a championship match to close down the show with Breaker and Jinder. Uh, still trying to find their footing. I think the thing I thought I thought interesting on Tuesday 
and and really just the last few weeks, specifically through the lens of Braun Breaker, kind of feels like the public, the crowd there at NXT might be wearing thin on Braun Breaker as the NXT champion. Well, I mean, his demeanor is such of a heel, but they he's he's uh, portrayed and cast as the good guy, and mm. some people like it's, it's Ronda Rousey syndrome. Ronda has the the mentality of a heel, and when you try to have her babyface, even though in a lot of circles she should be the babyface, she in her heart, in her soul. She's she's not the baby face. Square and square I think peg that's round the hole. Same thing with Braun. Square peg round hole sort of deal. Yeah, they just yeah trying to shove it in. Just so also yeah. you know that uh, Dragonoff wasn't in that match by himself. Uh, that was the best match that Trick has had mm. uh, in his tenure at WWE. Uh, he's got the body of a guy that has a future being in the title picture. Uh, he just needs the experience and the understanding. And the only way that's going to happen is if he have more matches with people like Dragunov. That's what I was going to say. Working with Ilya Dragunov can't be a bad thing. That ain't going to make you a worse no. pro wrestler. <laughs> no, that's, that's going to that's gonna be very beneficial in the next year. Yeah, so Tuesday into Wednesday, your show, AEW Dynamite, you were there for the two hours and what we saw. My main takeaway, shout out to Phoenix, shout out to Arizona, shout out to the whole area with the Scissor Zona chance for the acclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I don't think it was AEW's best show. Uh, there were some moments that I really enjoyed, but like when I think back to that, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the crowd, as I mentioned. I thought Arizona came out in in full force and was definitely excited, and it was kind of just written across everybody's faces. But show began very strong with Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta. I loved that match, and more importantly, Thunder Rosa's Wrestler of the Week yesterday on a Friday show. She gave the flowers to Evil Uno in that main event against John Moxley. So well deserved. I much like Raw, really enjoyed the beginning and the end of Raw and Dynamite. The middles were kind of eh. I thought this was a down week for Dynamite. You know, uh, I, I thought that that Uno did a hell of a job, man. I mean, you the yeah. it, the situation that he got put in. Uh, was one that of opportunity, mm. and and that's the greatest thing. I I, had, I heard some negativity, like man, there was no build up. They just threw him out there and yada yada. No, yeah, mm. AEW is about opportunity, and if you've noticed, everyone that was given an opportunity to be in a main event, to be in a title picture with somebody, they always stepped up. Is because they're put in a position and to be on alert all the time. Be ready. Rip Rogers. Mm. For whatever Legend else people can legendary say negative, legendary negative about yeah, legendary. Yeah. Um and, and, and the best coach I ever had uh for wrestling. Um he said, be over prepared. But he really said over effing prepared because it's Rip Rogers. <laughs> but there are people at AEW that I see walking around in the back any night 
they're ready to go because they're prepared for it. Just because you you get you know you see oh uh, 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 Uno, I, I rode to the airport with with Uno. Yeah. And I uh, said to, hey, uh, I oh so leaving the show. Leaving leaving Phoenix. Gotcha, gotcha. Going, coming gotcha. home. Gotcha. We split a car, and I said, "Man, hell of a job!" Like, uh, I know it was under short notice, but you went out there and represented the Dark Order. You had represented yep. yourself well, and he said, "You know what, Mark? I so appreciate the company for giving me the opportunity." That's where your mindset needs to be. Yes. Not in the negative, but in the not, not that you deserved it. Right. Not that you deserved it or was give it should have been happening or I was here from the beginning. I'm an yep. AEW original. I've given this and done this and these sleepless nights and my sacrifices. None of that. Everyone's got a story. Yeah. Do the work. Do the work. And he did it and he yeah. was appreciative of it and knows that maybe he'll get that opportunity again. And when you're positive, you go in a work environment that's positive like that, bro, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. And there's a couple of there's a couple of grumblers. I love to be I love to get I love I love I love. But for the most part I get the Eva Uno mentality. I'm appreciative. I can't wait to get another opportunity. And as long as people keep delivering, they'll keep doing that system. And I and I love it. I I I think that you know every company should adopt that mentality to give people opportunities. You'll keep the grumbling down. Nobody deserves anything. Yeah, you also have the respect of your locker room, of the people that, because you know that there's someone watching that cares about the blood, sweat, and tears, the efforts that you're putting in. And yes, we know you're an AEW original, Evo Uno. We know what the Dark Order is, right? And it's nice to see Tony Khan, AEW, whoever the, makes the final decisions, probably Tony, to, to, to give them that, to your point, the word, the opportunity to main event, to hold that down. Because there's a lot of people that would, you know, say, oh, well, you know, ratings, this, or, or continuity, like you said, where was the story? How did it build? You don't necessarily need a story like that because we know the story. Mark, the story is tenure. The story is opportunity. The story is thank you for what you've given to this company. Here's your opportunity. Show us what you got. And and in, ter in terms about showing you what you got, shout out to John Moxley for going out there and doing what he always does, which is giving everybody he works with a great match, man. John Moxley... Yeah is just what a treasure he is to pro wrestling in the year 2023. But as we head into weekly winter, we're forced to make a decision here in the next couple of minutes. I look at Thursday and I look at impact and more specifically, I look at that X division championship monsters ball match between Trey Miguel and crazy Steve. That was the definition of a banger. That show closed down with the best main event of the weekend of the week. I should say uh, I loved what impact brought in terms. And it just wasn't the main event. The main event just really, really stood out to me. Right. But the entire card and you know what, maybe it was tied in a little bit 
to 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 bust it open and what was going on with that. Maybe it's my current infatuation with Speedball Mike Bailey and the match that he had with Grisham and the Motor City Machine Guns. It just it just was a really solid show, and it left such a left on such a great note with that Monsters Ball X Championship Division match. Mark loved Impact on Thursday. It did, and the match was also like oh. uh, a show. Yes, um, you want to start strong. Uh, you want it to taper off, and then you want to end strong, mm-hmm. and that's that's what that match did. Um, crazy Steve's crazy, by the way. I'm- oh, absolutely! And we go from Thursday into Friday. Listen. Friday obviously continued the, the bloodline story. We saw uh, a good amount from, uh, you know, Jey Uso and, and, and Jimmy later and, and, and Sammy and everything that happened, Paul Heyman waiting in the wings like he has been. But that was really the, the, the main takeaway outside of that. A really great match with Cross and Mysterio, which I highly enjoyed. Loved seeing, you know, Charlotte get back into things and start building her match with Rhea. She showed up. It was a good show. It was a good show, Mark. I did enjoy SmackDown. Enjoyed SmackDown a whole lot more than I enjoyed Monday Night Raw, but, but I still don't think it was enough to get them over the hump from Weekly Winner. No, um... Weekly winner is, is the ultimate prize of the week. And uh, I don't feel like that show was the ultimate prize of the week. Yeah. When the best thing on it to me was a promo from, yeah. you know, I mean, the, the match, it really wasn't a match per se. Just, I mean, but the whole the whole thing with 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 Jimmy and Sammy, yeah. bro, that was that was uh that was that was the bee's knees on that show. Oh, and it continues to carry really the entire company, whether it be Monday or Friday, definitely the best story. And then we go over to Rampage, solid hour. Uh really nothing bad you can say a returning Lance Archer going out there and beating the shit out of Bryce Saturn. I think it's pretty clear. I think it's I haven't been able to hide it as we get to the end of the week for me. Thursday, impact. They're getting the nod this week. It is the ultimate prize, the monsters ball match, the drama, you know, with with busted open. I was certainly uh locked into that because I have a personal sort of angle with it, obviously. And then Motor City Machine Guns, Gresham, Speedball, Mike Bailey. Uh just a lot to like about Thursday in terms of an all-encompassing totality of a show uh, I think impact for me was the best show of the week and it's because they ended on such a high note with that X division championship monster balls match and I encourage everybody if you did not see that match go out and watch that whether it be after the show today whether it be a week from now whether it be six months from now just remember how great that match was and how much we talked about it. Trey Miguel, Crazy Steve, absolutely going out there and going to war. So for me, it was Thursday, Mark Henry and Impact. But what say you, world's strongest man? Who is your weekly winner for the week of ending on February 25th? Well, I, I would have to say that Impact is the runner-up okay. uh, to um, the show that I'm picking, which uh, I'm going to have to give it to Rampage. Uh, the Young Bucks and Aussie Open, yeah, with that unbelievable start and the the way that they the time they put in, Tony Storm and Willow Nightingale was a very good match. And outside of the pay per view, and Mickey James and Masha, um, I, I, I there wasn't a, a women's match that was 
as good. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.